So, I hope we learned a little bit about sea slugs. Colson, do you got to start? Uh, what, what, what do you think? <laughs> the, uh, Excellent question. The undergoogleable. <laughs> what do you bring to the I table? Don't know. <laughs> Nothing of use. Let me um, check your, uh, employee file here. <laughs> I'm a people person. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> We doing under Googleables? That was the plan. Super excited. Um, you told us we had to. You said we signed up for it. In the end, it's going to be better and more true than Google can give you. Yeah, one that, that came up the other day, I was listening to a podcast, and they said, let's put a pin in that. And I went, oh, yeah, that's a phrase that we just know. Well, we're going to put a pin in that. Um, and I, my entire life, I've sort of envisioned, um, like, like doing needle and thread and then just sticking the needle into the project and calling it a day. Like we're just done sewing for now. So you stick your needle up. And then I thought, I don't know if that's, that's the right image to have in my head put a pin in that give me the history the meaning thank you is <laughs> <laughs> that your mic drop moment? so so the idea behind the put a pin in that is um let's uh that's a really good conversation we're having or uh, there's some topic. That's a really good point. You yeah, made. but we need yeah. to not talk about that. We need to move on to the next thing. We need to circle right. back. We need to circle back to right. that. So let's just right. put a pin in that uh, now. Uh, uh, yeah. um, the other image I always have is put a pin in a balloon, which blows up the balloon. Um, <laughs> those are the two images that I have in my head. Um, I don't feel like that's as useful. But yeah, when I was a kid, I always thought of like maybe knitting or something, and then you stick the pin in the ball of yarn, and you're like, I'm done mm-hmm. knitting for the day. We'll put a pin in that. We'll come back to it later. Yeah, that's good. I always envision it as a cork board. A cork and board. Yeah. Mm. That's a good idea. We're just going to put a push pin. We're going to put that. We're gonna, that's a note that we're going to put on the board. Okay. I have that, but like a paranoid, beautiful mind sort of cork board. <laughs> okay. okay. With lots of yarn sure. connecting things. <laughs> Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. A lot of black and white pictures. That's what the inside of my brain looks like. <laughs> okay, it's, wow. sure. it's a wonderful insight to Harper's brain. Are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> I've always sort of thought like, uh, like sort of in the sewing area, mm-hmm. sort of the same way where it, yeah, it was kind of like, uh, like with the sewing needle, you just kind of yeah poke it into the project and just say we'll, we'll come back. Yeah, we'll come back to that. That. Well, I mean, you, there's like a pin cushion, right? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a pin yeah, cushion yeah. you stick a pin in. Uh, but but uh, the these ideas though make them very separate eras, right? So if if Jason's idea of putting a, a thumbtack into a cork board would be what era is that? Turn of the century? When do we have cork boards and push pins? Nineteen twenties. Nineteen thirties. Yeah, when does office life? Well, office life doesn't begin? start till the fifties, probably, right? 
forties. Mm. I mean, there I were. There's... I mean, there were definitely like people, like once the industrial revolution started, there were probably like managers of factories right. had their offices okay. so... or whatever, right? But but real office culture where people had day jobs that were like sitting at a desk or post World War Two, right? Yeah, probably. I would think. I would think maybe World War One ish, maybe, but okay. In that starting to come about twentieth century, yeah. So a push pin I, versus I mean, a thumbtack. I don't know when they come up with a push pin into a cork. So I mean, the, I mean, the only reason I think pin. that is because that's the way it makes sense in my brain. Yeah. Is that that's what I would do? It's like, oh, that's a good idea. Let me put it on post, a post-it note. I'll put it over right, here. And let's deal stick with it, it on the corkboard. I don't know that that's where the the phrase comes from okay. at all. And I, I kind of like this idea that it comes from sewing first, right? Which is, we're going to put a pin in that we're going to like, because even in sewing, I don't know much about sewing, but like, for instance, if you're going to like put a hem in or something like that, you like fold the fabric up first, pin it, and then you're like, oh, okay, then I'll come back to that later and like oh. actually oh. sew that line. Or oh, whatever. I didn't even that's think about that. That's actually really so, good probably specifically tailoring because the, yes. the problem that i was sort of mentally running into is like well sewing was primarily something that women did right so you know how does that enter the larger lexicon given the fact that uh you know women weren't allowed to <laughs> read or write for so or long <laughs> yeah um so i was like going to like you know but but i think tailoring that's good. Maybe, yeah. So you basically put a pin in something that you're going to sew later, right? That's how you tax yeah, exactly. you tack something, essentially. Mm-hmm. I think he nailed it. Yeah, it just holds it. You just hold that in place, and that's yeah. You, you know, like if you yep. if the if the legs were too long, you just you know fold them up, right? Put a pin in it, right. And, oh my god, then, this uh, is good. Figure out the rest of it and come back later and finish up. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. and this. Mm-hmm. The, Actually, you know what you're making me realize? You're making me another idiom. The idiom within an idiom. The work is, uh, you've got your work cut out for you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sure. That's got to be a tailoring phrase, right? We're cutting out the thing, and then you're pinning it, and then and then you're going to sew it later. Probably. That 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 may be. I'm wondering if that's not more large scale, maybe. Okay. Well, I'm just, I'm, it's always there's always a, a you know an undergoogleable with an undergoogleable, or it wouldn't be you know an undergoogleable. But I'm I, I feel like I I love this idea of we're pinning something that we're gonna sew later, and that's where mm-hmm. I got the work mm-hmm. cut out for mm-hmm. you thing. Yeah, I'm liking like Victorian England based on that, right? Okay. Yeah, when are yeah. tailors? They're the most sar- nerdy sartorial class ever, weren't they? Hmm. You've got to have a mind. yeah, shit ton of wealth, and where you can just create somebody that hangs out to make you fancy clothes. That's their whole gig. Yeah. So Vic- yeah, but doesn't that go back to like? I mean, any ever since there's been royalty, right? Like, I mean, I'm sure the Greeks had like special rubs and stuff, like. You know what I mean? Mm. But did they have pens? I mean, they had stuff that held other stuff, certainly. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Is it? But most likely, like, yeah, like large scale tailoring came about, right? Victorian era or something like that. When you started to have a, a 
I guess it wouldn't even be middle class then. Upper, a larger upper class, right? And yeah. a nobility that a landed gentry that was was large enough to support it. But I mean, economies. but you know, what they're you know, if there's cobblers, there's tailors, right? There's bakers. There's all these things in in some sort of. There's candlestick makers. Somebody's <laughs> 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 yeah. been reading some children's books. <laughs> well, I feel like a tailor would exist outside of Victorian England. Like we're, you know, you've got to repair some broken, You're right. torn yeah. like clothing. It, yeah. Even even Joe Schmo that's going to the yeah. field needs uh, pants. Yeah. yeah, right. No, no, that's fair. Yeah. But, I mean, how much hemming were they doing at that point? Right, I just, right. The more I'm thinking about this, the more I'm thinking it's probably one of those things, like, every idiom we come across that was probably in the lexicon for a long time before, like, some business management class turned it into, like, you know, sure. fair for the masses. Because, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, how, how did that originally get introduced Certainly through literature is going to be where we find it, right? Right. So it's going to be right. Chaucer right. or Shakespeare or... Or, or newspaper. Or Mark Twain. Or newspaper. Right. Yeah. I mean, it could be newspaper. Or Shakespeare Jr. or something. <laughs> Pliny the... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Shakespeare the Jr. Pliny the eighth. <laughs> right. What's, what's so, our guess? Yeah, I like the idea that it comes about... that. We see it in print maybe in the, what, the mid-19th century or something? Okay. Mid-1800s. Yeah. Um, I'm now, I I feel like Jason's guess is better than my guess. Um, I like it's corkboard. I'm I'm, I'm thinking it comes about in 1947. Interesting. We're putting a pin on it because my entire life I thought it was about sewing, but I thought it was like yarn. And then you brought up uh, Harper. You brought up like the like pinning things, and I was like, oh, this goes way way earlier than I thought. But I'm I think I'm fooling myself. I think it's I think it's about a corkboard. I think Jason's right. Hmm. I mean, I think Jason's right either way. I think he he nailed it with the tailoring thing. So. It's- it's the nice thing is I came up with both. Oh, you came exactly. up with both of them. Okay, yeah. <laughs> exactly. you did come up with them. You're right. I'll go a little bit <laughs> earlier than Jason and and go like mid 18th century or something. Okay. Okay. Joey. I mean, I think yeah, I think mid 1800s. Urban Dictionary says uh, they offer a World War II origin of putting a pin back in a grenade so it doesn't explode. Oh. But I don't think that's what it is. I mean, Urban Dictionary is not a, uh, a reliable source. I don't know. That's that would be pretty awesome if that's what it was. Yeah, no, that's actually. <laughs> You'd think that three agreed. dudes who said it only one got out. So let's put a right. pin in that. But would you take a pin out of a grenade and then put it back in? Does that stop the grenade? Yeah, I guess that does stop the grenade from blowing up. It does. Okay. So we may have better luck with work cut out for you. Okay. I'm on uh, wordhistories.net. Supposedly a metaphorical allusion to the preparation of fabric to be worked on. Yeah. So definitely a tailoring thing. We're looking at uh, the rule of reason uh, containing the art of logic, London 1551 for for first reference. Uh, Containing, you'll be happy to know, is spelled C-O-N-T-E-I-N-Y-N-G. 
as you do. <laughs> as you do. So okay, so the the reference to tailoring did did pan out on that one. That's looking pretty pretty solid. Yeah. Well done, Gold. That's awesome. I'm mm. fifteen ninety two might be better, but we're we're, we're talking like pre Shakespeare on the work cut out. Definitely tailoring. So pre Shakespeare, no okay. I'm getting the uh, etymology of the word pen, which doesn't um, help us. Um, it comes from Old Norse penny to mean peg or tack. I'm not getting much else on the outside of the the grenade thing. This is completely undegoogled. Wow, this, this is like, this is really bizarre that no there there's nothing. I mean there's like there's I, nothing good. I suspected that, that it would be like an elusive slang thing as often as it is. But this is tr- really much more elusive than I thought. Right. Mhm. In 1859, the book Nature and Human Nature by Thomas Chandler Halliburton included the phrase stick a pin in it uh, in a somewhat figurative manner that alludes to keeping something set apart to refer back to in the future. Okay. There you go. You okay. guys nailed that what? date then. We're going to take that and move on. <laughs> well yeah. done. Yeah, mid-1800s. Bang. Done. <laughs> 